0: People listen up! It's a fucking lockdown right oh, come now! Come off Santa. it! We're Santa. not in a prison drama, are we? We are in no a prison drama. This is the fucking Shawshank redemption, right? But with more tunneling through shit and no fucking redemption.
1: Screw you guys. I'm going uh, here. Sheriff, this is no time to panic. This is the perfect time to panic. <laughs> <laughs> so, well. I'm gone.
0: Oh child
1: hey, Fuck you, i and go with you. Who
0: says
1: I want you going with me? Oh, cut the, bullshit. the whole world got crazy hey! Everybody calm I the fuck the look look down. In, in your eyes. Hello and welcome to another episode of Homes Movies Recommends. My name is Anders Holmes, and I am joined by my brother Adam over Skype in the United States of America.
0: Well, hello there.
1: How are you doing?
0: No, uh, you know, no change. Same. How
1: are you? Same shit, different day. Yep. Yep. So, uh, today, uh, we. Well, the last few episodes of the Holmes Movies Recommends, we've been recommending films to watch during the days of self isolation and quarantine from uh, the outbreak of COVID 19. So, last episode, it was Adam recommending the film Proof of Life. And uh, this episode, it's my turn. So brace yourselves, people, because I'm taking you on an adventure. Where are we going? okay, so the film that i am w- recommending has a slight it does have a it does have a slight personal attachment to me because um I received it uh, it's a film called uh Wonder Boys uh directed by Curtis Hansen who uh directed uh, films like l a Confidential, uh eight Mile uh the River's Edge. I think it's called The River's Edge uh, with uh, Meryl Streep and Kevin Bacon or A River Runs Through It. Something with a river in the title. And he also directed Lucky You in in her shoes and uh, sadly passed away a few years ago from Alzheimer's. And this film, uh, Wonder Boys, which he made just after um, L.A. Confidential, uh, I I really, really, really like this film. Um, It's one of my top favorite films. And I have a very uh, personal attachment to this movie because... I received this film on my 17th uh, birthday. I was aware of the film and knew of it, but I didn't really know anything else apart from the fact that it had Michael Douglas in the film and the title and everything like that. And I'd seen a few clips. I remember catching a little bit on a plane when we were flying back from America and things like that. And uh, this was one of the films I watched um, to sort of help through the grieving process of after when our father had passed away. I was going to
0: say, I was like your seventeenth birthday. Was, I think I was like two days after the funeral or something, wasn't
1: it? Yeah, it was. And it's it's quite a dry, funny film. It is like a drama, but it does have some really, really funny moments to it. But it has a very kind of quirky sense of sense of humor about it, which is actually quite nice. It's a, it's based off a book by uh, Michael Chabon, who has written. Oh
0: yeah, he's done loads of stuff. Yeah, yeah he's
1: a very sort of singular writer, very kind of Coen Brothers esque. Uh, style to his writing uh you gave me one of his books uh for for my birthday once uh the yiddish uh, policeman's union the
0: yiddish policeman's union yeah
1: yeah yeah Yeah, which was a film that i think the coen brothers were thinking about uh making but i think it's one of those films that they tried to do but it didn't really work out it's a very it's it's a very interesting book and um wonder boys uh,
0: so what's wonder boys about then what's what's its story
1: so Wonder Boys is set in a university in Pittsburgh, where it the main character I, is uh, Michael Douglas, who plays this uh, professor uh, who is also an author. He's written one book, but he's been sort of struggling to kind of write his this his second book, and he's kind of a burns out uh, writer and he uh is going through at the beginning of the movie he's going through a bit of a personal crisis his uh younger wife has just left him on the day where the film sort of starts off it's also the beginning of this it's also the it's also the beginning of the university's uh word fest where there it's like to do with writers and celebrating books and things like that and he's also He's also having an affair with the dean of the of the university, who's also married to the head of the English department, and she's played. Oh my god! It's
0: and like she's from here to eternity, but academia.
1: And she's played by uh, one of one of our favorite actresses, uh, Frances McDormand. Yes, and and also his publisher, who's played by uh, Robert Downey Jr. And this was during the in the stage of Robert Downey Jr.'s career where he was on probation. He was still kind of. Uninsured. There were still problems with drugs and alcohol and things like that, but he still does manage to give a very good performance, and he he does nearly steal the whole film. He's he's actually really really good in this movie, and people should stop sort of saying it's like oh it's Tony Stark when actually just you know it's you know he's Robert Downey Jr. He's he's a good actor. He's not just Tony Stark.
0: Yeah, but the, this is the problem with we've talked about with these can't it both ways with these movies. You know, you take a paycheck to do. A film that's going to be that kind of blockbuster, and that's what people are going to remember me for. I mean, Alec Guinness found that out to his cost when he played Obi Wan Kenobi, and he used to get furious when people came up to him, yeah, and said, "Look, you know, can we have you know Obi Wan Kenobi?" And he'd be like, "I've done a million other things in my career, but this is the you know, if you're going to be a serious like well thespian or whatever it is, then you might want to think twice before taking on one of these you know mass marketed nonsense roles. I mean, fair enough if you want the money, but it's like you've got to take the rough with the smooth, you know."
1: Yeah, I I can understand that. I think people who've played James Bond have probably felt the same way, particularly Sean Connery.
0: Right, but I mean, like... I mean, I think Sean Connery didn't realise maybe what he was getting into. Um, Like, I don't think anyone maybe knew in 1962 what that franchise was going to... was going to turn into, but like... I I mean, that's a debate for another time, but I mean... I mean, we do it all the time with people from, like, Game of Thrones that we haven't seen anything else. So I sort of, you know, I think if you've been in one of those films and people associate you mostly with that, then, yeah. Yeah.
1: Whatever. So, like, anyway, back to the film. So he's – so Michael Douglas' character is dealing through kind of a sort of personal crisis, and um, also he's trying to write his second novel, which just keeps getting – bigger and bigger and bigger and uh his publisher played by robert downey jr comes to town to sort of you know get a hold of it and kind of publish it because his character is kind of on the ropes and they sort of uh it's mentioned that his character is sort of seen as a joke and insignificant and the book that michael douglas is writing is sort of it's 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 longer than the infinite jest uh by david foster wallace it's sort of <laughs> he every he, he sort of says like every time when i keep writing it the ending gets further and further away it's like two thousand pages when michael oh my god <laughs> yeah so while he's dealing with that he's also dealing with the, with one of his students played by toby Maguire. and toby Maguire is an actor who i'm not a particularly huge fan of but in this movie he actually does give a performance which i i think is actually really good and one of his probably one of his few performances where, I was, where performances where i've actually been like oh you're you're actually not that bad and he He's the student who's I think is based a little bit around uh, Michael Chabon because Michael Chabon's first book was *The Mysteries of Pittsburgh*. I think that's what, that's what the title is, and he wrote it while he was in school when he was twenty-one, and then his professor got a hold of it and sent it to a literary a literary agent, and then his career kind of went off after that. And his he's, he's 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 this kind of lonely kid. He writes stories which are like described as like depressing and makes me want to like one one student says it makes me want to kill myself and things like that so there is like some sort of personal problems going on with this kid James Leary played by Toby Maguire maybe there's some health uh sort of mental health issues which haven't really been talked about recently uh, lately and he's a bit of a nerd he there's a moment where he he rounds off all these famous people who committed suicide which is like this list from uh Hollywood Babylon by Kenneth Anger and they did get into trouble with uh with the 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 the, with people associated with Alan Ladd and the reference about Alan Ladds suicide was taken out when the movie came out on DVD oh interesting yeah so yeah it, it's it, there's like it, it feels it's a film it where like there's a lot going on yeah there's a lot going on but it's really funny and it never feels boring like the like Curtis Hansen and Steve Cloves who um uh, went off to write the screenplays for all the Harry Potter movies he actually keeps the film going there's a really good pace to it there's a really kind of like I really want to see where this movie where this movie goes. I want to see where these characters end up. And I hope that there's a happy ending out of it. And there's never a moment where this film feels bleak. Like there's a really like I said before there's a really dry, quirky, bizarre sense of humor about it and like everything kind of feels strangely realistic even though it does it has this very sort of Coen-esque feel about it. And all these characters are kind of in a place where they're sort of looking towards like somewhere where they, they they're looking for a place to go like there's a lot of scenes where there's like there's a lot of driving scenes scenes that takes place in cars and like scenes on bridges where they're sort of getting from one place to the next so there's a lot of nice symbolism in that from uh curtis hansen's uh, directing
0: yeah and it's all it's set in pittsburgh but pittsburgh's quite good for for filming i think because it's quite a um it's quite striking in maybe not architecturally but certainly in terms of like where it's located in the in you know with the um, you know, at the confluence of two rivers, and um, and you've got these kind of steep bluffs, and you know, it, it sort of geographically, it's quite interesting. Um, and yeah, there are like a bazillion bridges.
1: Yeah, I mean, it, it's it, it comes it it shows really nice on camera. It's it's kind of a cool place to to shoot a film, and yeah, so I mean, I've I've praised this fil- praised this film uh, quite a bit, and it's. It it didn't get quite a lot of love when it when it first came out. Like critically, it was really successful. It it was nominated for two Oscars. It won, uh, for best original song. Bob Dylan won an Oscar for this movie for his song "Things Have Changed."
0: Oh, that's a great tune.
1: Yeah. So, and it and I think Curtis Hanson also directed the music video to that mo- uh, to that to to for that song, and. It yeah, it, it wasn't successful in the box office, and I think it was down to the way the film was marketed, and also down to the way that, you know, I think that it, I think they just didn't market the movie in the way that it, it should have been, and they tried to get more sort of publicity for the film and re-release it, but then that was even a failure as well. But I hope that that people do check this movie out because it, it does have something. It, it, it's kind of a, it's a nice little film, but it has but it has like a lot to say, and there's a lot to kind of there's a lot of elements and themes that you know feel people could feel really you know resonate that they could resonate with it or they feel like oh i understand who that i mean i could see myself in that character or i can understand certain aspects of that film it's it's a really kind of really nice like light-hearted sort of feel-good movie in a very weird kind of way
0: well it sounds like just the thing well um okay then yeah wonder I mean... boys
1: Yeah, it's not like it's not. There's moments. It's like it's good kind of the comedy is done in a really good kind of way, like in the same way like you know Midnight Run or Beverly Hills Cop. Like it's done really like straight. You don't need
0: to justify. I was I left a full stop there. You don't need to keep talking. (laughs) <laughs> you don't need to justify this movie we could recommend absolute shit uh and people can, you know it's still us recommending it we're not inviting anyone else on the fucking thing so uh yeah, yeah as i said wonder boys
1: yeah do if you could find it on dvd do buy it or rent it or whatever or if you find it on itunes or netflix do check it out it's a really really good film and i do i do highly regard it it's i
0: think you i think i think people are, i think people think you I know that you like the film <laughs> it's,
1: like, it's like all right we get it i think, I
0: think people have got that I know. It's like you keep saying every time you recommend a film, you say it's a really good film. It's like, well, yes, that's why you're recommending it. You're not going to get on here and be like, oh, this film's shit. But you should watch it anyway.
1: <laughs> I can do that as this, well. This though.
0: film's just average.
1: So yeah, well, that's my recommend recommendation for the day. So look forward to seeing what Adam has to recommend. Right, hope. <laughs> see you next time. How see you next time.
0: How Bye. Would cry. How